maps of my place. I sit back at the table, tuck into my dinner again, wondering, thinking, until Feathers lands on the table and stands right in front of me, gawping straight at me, making the funny clicking noises he sometimes makes with his beak and his throat. What's up, Feathers? Except he doesn't answer, does he? He just waddles around my table and then takes off and flies around the room again. All of a sudden, there's a voice. The voice. And it makes me jump. Are you enjoying your food? I squiz over to the screen, which has just started to show me one of my favourite clips. The one where this man makes a camp and catches a bush tail and makes a fire to cook it on. Yeah! Good, Jesper. Savour every last mouthful of it, won't you? So I eat, like the voice says, but in my head I'm thinking, what's this all about? Because this isn't what normally happens. There weren't any tests today, and I didn't earn any credit, so I shouldn't have rewards. I didn't ask to choose a clip or what food I wanted, but I still got my favourites. That isn't right, is it? So eventually, I decide to say something. What's happening? There's quiet except for the sound of me scoffing more chicken meat, slurping up gravy to stop it running down my chin, and Feather's wings beating in the air as he flies to the top of the screen. How come I got my favourites today? The food and the clips? And there still isn't an answer, not for ages. It's like the voice is thinking of what to say, and that isn't like the voice at all, because it always knows everything straight away, quicker than looking up something on the scroll. This is to mark a special occasion, Jesper. What do you mean? For all your achievements, Jesper. To mark a change in your life. You're becoming a man. And I don't know what the voice means, but seeing as I've got my favourite food and my clip, I decide not to ask any more questions, but to enjoy them instead. So that's what I do. Finish my provisions and watch the clip. And when that's done, I have a shower, change into my night clothes, clean my teeth, and all that sort of stuff. When I come back, though, I grab the water from my provisions and I drink it all back in one go. It's down my throat and in my guts before I realise what I've just done, what was in the water. Because it tasted bitter, didn't it? And I know exactly what that means. But it's already too late. There's nothing I can do about it apart from make myself sick. And if I tried that, they'd realise what I was doing. And this time the bitter water must be stronger than normal, because as I pick up the tray to take it back to the hatch, I get this dizzy feeling, like the world's swaying. I stop for a second to let it pass. Only all that happens is another rush of dizziness fills my head, and before I know it the tray slips from my hands and crashes onto the floor. The room lurches. Everything swirls, nothing staying still. I close my eyes to try to stop it moving, But that doesn't work, does it? The whole world spins, and my thoughts spin with it, and I'm thinking about the tray and that it needs to be picked up, and how my hands feel strange, like my fingers are too big and too sensitive, and the walls. I'm suddenly thinking about how they're white, and I'm wondering if they were always white, or did they used to be grey, and I'm wondering who changed them if they did, and feathers... "'Cause if I sleep now, who's going to put him back in his cage?' "'And then I realise I can't feel my legs anymore, "'and I start wondering whether they're even there, "'and then I'm falling onto my bed, "'lying there, unable to move. 
not even to open my eyes. I hear a voice echoing through my brain. Sleep well, Jesper. Tomorrow's the day. And the rest is darkness. I don't hear any cock-a-doodle-doo of the waking sound, but I wake up anyway, and I open my eyes and squiz around. My eyes don't see what they're hoping to, though. There's no tray with provisions waiting for me, and no hatch in the door for it to come through, neither. Because I'm not back in my place, am I? I'm scrunched up underneath a scratchy blanket in a dirty, broken building full of squawk dung and cold air. Above me, through the broken roof, I see the tops of trees and light beginning to creep into the sky, cancelling out the stars. I rub my eyes. I tried to stay awake through the night, watching the darkness in case something happened, but I must have fallen asleep. All I remember is my...